A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Postmatch Podcast. I'm Chris Pajak, but before we get into my player ratings, we've got the man, the legend, Ross Chanley, with his match reaction. Hello everyone, welcome to Redmen TV. It's match reaction time. Liverpool beat Norwich by one goal to nil. A couple of things confirmed today. That's 43 unbeaten consecutive games for Liverpool in the Premier League with 25 points clear. He's now confirmed that we'll finish above Manchester United in the league, as if that was ever in doubt anyway. And unlike some other teams in the league, uh, we've now qualified for Champions League football. Uh, fantastic. I've been being completely honest, wasn't the most entertaining game, but it didn't need to be. Um, watching Liverpool right now, in the Premier League, especially, it's just not stressful anymore. We're so good at, at being patient, working the play, tying the opposition teams out. Um, I was quite surprised at Norwich and how they set up. I think first half was was a bit dull. I think just kind of cancelled each other out. Norwich, you know, their game plan was obvious of going for the counter attack, but at some point they need to go and get some points on the board. You know, they've got they're currently on 18 points in the league, um, <laughs> seven points behind, 19th place, and they've got some tough games coming up. I thought at some point in that game they would have gone for it, but you know, as, as I mentioned, it's picky poison. Liverpool, you know, if they did go for it, they could have got spanked, um, but they, they sat back, and even even when we scored, I think their heads just kind of dropped. Um, as for us, I think it's encouraging performance. The fact that you know, especially after a winter break, we've had so many, um, you know, summer breaks or, you know, we go away to Dubai and stuff like that. We come back and we're always kind of, you know, slow to kind of pick up the pace. Um, but today I thought, we, you know, particularly with two changes, Ox out wide left and now we can't get back in the team. I thought it was just dead sound. Um, again, as like I said, we, we, we took our time. Some good performances in there. Alison Becker, probably the, one of the standouts for me, that save. Um, you know, I've seen a couple of people on Twitter just said it was dead easy. I mean, no, it wasn't. It was it was fucking marvellous. Uh, and again, he had other opportunities where, you know, where Norwich were very limited. But, you know, he gets all the ball, he keeps hold of it and he keeps things calm right at the back. Naby Keita is another one. Um, mixed opinions on Twitter on it, on him as well. I thought he was actually really good. I thought it was an encouraging performance from him. You know, he's someone who's got the tenacity, he wants to win the ball back, he's high in the press. That's his game, that's what we've seen him do at Leipzig before. And we've seen glimpses of it. Okay, not as consistent as we would have liked. Um, but, you know, and he takes chances as well. I've seen him getting slated because he was giving the ball away at times, but he tries to do things that other players just won't simply do. And if he's got three or four people around him, ideally against Norwich, who were playing six or more at the back for, for most of that game, he kind of looks to kind of break them down. He skipped past the three or four players, um, you know, and he looks to get other people into play. Sadio Mane is obviously going to be the standout player because he has 20 touches and he scores the winning goal. Um, but it's just a position where Liverpool are up to now. You know, we've got everyone back fit. Firing, um, you know, we can bring the likes of Fabinho and Sadio Mane off the bench. <laughs> what a position that is to be in, in in the current state and with 12 games to go. It's only going to get better for Liverpool Football Club. Those those players there that either didn't start 
will, won't feel aggrieved, but you know, there's healthy competitiveness within that squad, and they'll go and push themselves. Those ones that they, they did start, like so Oxley Chamberlain, I don't think he was he was terrible, but you know, he's going to be pushing for a place week in week out, and I just think it's all good for Liverpool. I said it wasn't the best performance in the world, but. I don't know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments below and, and, and Tom will get some questions and stuff at the end. It's just not stressful. Like beginning of the season, it was like, we need to win this game, we need to win that game. We need to get points on the ball. We need to stay at the top of the pack. And then as the gaps got bigger, at no point in that game was I worried. Norwich had the chances and stuff like that, but you know, pretty comfortable. And it's not, it's not an arrogance. I think it's just having watched this side, we know what they're capable of doing. Um, you know, as I said, expecting Norwich to come out a bit more. They did, did try in parts, but I think defensively, I thought we were pretty sound. You know, with the, the conditions of the game we mentioned with the wind and stuff, and I think you kind of saw it in some phases of the play where the ball was going up high and it was, it was hung up and stuff like that. But you know, Todd Campwell is 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 a bright player. Um, you know, we've got injection of pace. He's got the skill to go past people. He showed it a few times, um, but he wasn't lying down on the floor. Um, he did that quite easily. Um, but you know, Trent had to cope with that as well. And as Trent going forward as well, he was, was dangerous. But I think Liverpool just kept them them pretty quiet. Timo Pukki had a a couple of shots, a team shot outside of the box, which Alisson gathered and dealt with well. But you know, you got you got Virgil Van Dijk bearing down on you, and you look up and you got Alisson to try and beat you. Know, What's he supposed to do? Just hit and hope uh, was was the best of it, really. Um, and as as I mentioned, you know, Sadio Mane just popped up with the win. He kind of copied what Bobby Firmino did in the first half, but he just went one better and actually scored a goal. Um, some lovely touches, Liverpool playing some long balls again. Um, but calculated balls, not what Sam da Sam Allardyce would, would have you believe. Um, and we just punish Norwich. We we mix up our play. We keep we keep the opposition guessing, uh, and ultimately they were punished. So um, I'm I'm very happy. Um, you know, with another three points on the board. The football is back. We get to see the Reds play football, uh, which we've dearly missed. And you know, we kept people fit, firing, bit another confidence boost ahead of Atletico in midweek, uh, and just five more wins needed before we win the Premier League. Tom. Um, yeah, just a couple of comments. Um, just Chilling says that was a champion's performance today. Not pretty at times, but kept going. No, but how many times we said that the season that we haven't played great? And I think as a position as a Liverpool fan, you know, as I said before, if we're not playing great, we're not we're not the the um, the gung ho of what our clock called it was you know rock and roll football, wherever it was, um, heavy metal football. Sorry, we don't need to do that. It's fine, as I said, you know, at some point Liverpool kind of size up what Norwich are going to do. You know, 10, 15 minutes, OK, you're going to play counter-attacking football. We'll just pass it round you. At some point, you have to come out and try and get the ball off us. And we're so confident in our own ability to stay calm and string a load of passes together. I think, I think there was a phase of play where there was loads of passes. I think uh, Manny nearly scored off the back of it. I've just gone, we'll just take our time. We've done this week in, week out before to, to better teams. And at Norwich, you know, we can say that the, the 20th in the league table, and they're on 18 points. I don't think they were that bad today, to be honest. And I know we weren't, we weren't great, but we just... <laughs> we're just so controlled in what we do now and you just think you know it's just it's just good isn't it you know uh, with Norwich I don't really feel sorry for them being completely honest I think at some point they have to take risks before we did the build up to this game look at some of the fixtures that they've actually got and I think obviously us they've just played they've got like of Leicester Tottenham uh, and a couple of others where you think actually you need to start playing some football but you know as I said before if, you know if he took some more gambles he would have got punished so who cares about them um, and just to finish it off, Scouse Adventures says, always tough playing the bottom teams. They are fighting for their lives down there. No surprises for me. Five seasons ago, we would have lost that game and the next three. Yeah, well, yeah, a couple of seasons ago, I think we would have, yeah, we would have capitulated, you're right. But it, it's just, uh, that's why it's surprising while they're so far, so far down. It's not just the, the fighting for the lives, but I think, 
I think teams up the game when they play Liverpool. Norwich have already beaten Man City so far this season. And you kind of think, well, we can beat Man City. You know, as, they're not on their own standards uh, previous season, Manchester City, but they're not a, a crap team by, by any standard. So, but Norwich haven't kept that up week in, week out against other teams. So you can see why they're getting punished and stuff like that. So they've all taken some, some positives about that game of, you know, just a 1 0 loss to Liverpool. But, you know, you compare that to what other teams have done against us and you kind of think, well, it's never till you're going to get beat these days. Then you've got me player ratings. Hello, welcome to the Redmen TV. It is player ratings. Liverpool beating Norwich by one goal to nil. I'm going to start with the goalkeeper. I'm going to start with Alison Becker. Excuse me. Blooming fizzy drinks right before you go live. Probably not the best idea I've had. Um, so, Alison Becker in goal. Um, probably an 8 out of 10 for Alison today. Um, his save probably warrants a 9, but I've literally just watched the press conference with Klopp saying it was offside. Uh, and I remembered that actually I thought it was offside as well. So we're discounting that save now, because it wouldn't have counted. Um, nah, it was a flipping top class save again, wasn't it? Um, just, just, I'm running out of words to say about all of these players. So what I will say about him is, we saw something a little bit different today. The throw to Firmino on the halfway line was absolutely class. Um, and it's not that he can't do that. He, he does make great throws, but it was just brilliant, wasn't it? And I really loved that. And the, and the save, the, I mean, it's filthy. It's just filthy. And it's brilliant. And it's everything that we expect from the best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, so on to Trent Alexander-Arnold. He had a Trent Alexander-Arnold style game. I thought he was better second half than first. Obviously, pings that one across for Bobby Firmino, doesn't he? Um, that was probably one of the best chances of the entire game. Uh, if not the best chance of the entire game, thinking about it. Um, his set-piece delivery was 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 okay, was good. Van Dijk probably should have had a penalty, I think, from one of the corners. Um, but Trent's probably a 7.5 out of 10, maybe something like that. I think Joe probably a 7 out of 10. Um, didn't have too much to do. But when he was called into action again, he, he did everything, um, again, just brilliantly, just as he as we've come to expect from him. Um, Virgil probably a maybe a seven and a half out of ten. Um, you know, probably a few more nicer long balls than Joe Gomez. Um, but again, you know, in a defensive sense, neither of them were really worked too hard. Uh, Andy Robertson, I probably go quite a first twenty for him. Uh, but probably I think it was four chances he created down that left hand side. Um, one of those balls in went right across Roberto Firmino was absolutely outstanding and, and he looked better when Mane came on um, and we've talked about that on the build-up show I think um, or, or certainly someone was talking about it this week and saying how they thought Robertson's form may have dipped slightly just because Sadio Mane wasn't in front of him and when Mane came on Robbo seemed to get much more involved in the game again um, so I'll probably go 7.5 out of 10 for him um, then you're looking at Jordan Henderson ah uh, I'm going 8 out of 10 for Hendo today. Um, when he was playing the 6, he was, he was good. When he moved into the 8, he, he really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck for me. Uh, I don't know whether it was because we just had more of the ball and you could see him a little bit more. Um, didn't have as quite as many defensive responsibilities. Um, but yeah, 8 out of 10 for him. Uh, Naby Keita probably go 7.5 out of 10. I don't know why I've gone so many 7.5s. Um, yeah, I'd probably go 7.5 out of 10 for Naby. Again, I mentioned that on my match action. I thought he was really good with the ball at his feet. But when he gets to that final third, he, he loses the ball a little bit more. And it's a little bit more noticeable. But again, he worked hard to win the ball back. 
Uh, Gene Wijnaldum was probably the of the three midfielders. Excuse me, he was probably the one who was least involved in it again. Um, and again, I, I have to. I have to say, I notice more of what Wijnaldum does when I'm in the stadium, uh, and I'm conscious that a lot of his work is done off the ball. You know, closing down players and and stopping, you know, huge holes of space uh, appearing around your side and stuff. But from what I saw from the television angle, I'd probably go maybe a maybe a six out of ten, six and a half out of ten, which isn't a bad game. I I, I rate like footy manager. I think six is standard. Um, Six and a half out of ten, probably for Wijnaldum. Then, um, then over on that right hand side, Mo Salah worked hard through the entire game again. Um, it's a tough one to rate him actually. Let me know your your ratings for Mo Salah in the comments section. I'll probably go seven and a half again. Bobby Firmino maybe an eight. I really like this performance and his touch and everything about him and how hard he worked and how deep he was dropping at times. There was times when he was picking the ball up and winning tackles at the left-back position and then he was bombing on and being the furthest player forward. And, you know, again, we've come to expect that from Firmino, but it shouldn't be taken for granted how difficult that is for what he does as well uh, and what he does for the team. Uh, and Oxlade-Chamberlain, probably a seven out of ten for him. Uh, I like him on that left-hand side. I do. I like him cutting in, but... You know, when you bring Mane on, you see the difference between the two, don't you? And I do prefer Ox in, in the centre of the park. So, uh, Mane, for me, I know he only had like 20 touches or something like that in the game, but he was a, he was a 10 out of 10 performance. Um, but he was only on the pitch for 30 minutes. So I'll give him a 9 out of 10 of my man in the match. Um, Fabinho, oh, this is really hard. Seven out of ten for Fabinho, maybe. And then James Milner, I don't know, give him a six out of ten. That's what you come on as. You get a six when you come on the field. He didn't do anything wrong. Wasn't massively involved in the game. And of course, you've got a little segment from the RedmenTV.com's Instant Match Reaction where I am joined by Ross Chanley to discuss this game. The full 10-minute plus version is over on the RedmenTV.com. If you've got that £5 a month subscription, you will be able to listen to that as of now. Thank you very much. Enjoy the clip. Even with a maybe a potentially poor, and I've uh, air quotations there for anyone who's listening to this, a potentially poor game from Kaita. He was probably one of our most impactful players. It's just that he does lose the ball a bit, but I think Klopp understands that and probably is comfortable for him to do it in those areas of the field because he doesn't play like that in the defensive third. He's a lot more safe, but he starts trying things when he gets further up. Yeah, it's it's quite ironic, actually, because I think we say Naby Keita, one of the things he said to him, I thought we saw two, two sides to his game. One was tenacity in the press. Which we've seen before at Leipzig, and you know, harrying the defenders in midfield, joining in with Jordan Henson and winning the ball back, and you know, just just being possessed of, of wanting to win the ball back. I thought that that was a really good side to his game. But also, like when you see Navikaito, when you think you think of a close ball control, doing step overs, going past a few people. Well, then he's ideal for Norwich, mm. a low block side that we've already mentioned. Of playing six at the back or at least for most of that game. I think he had, it was, I think he was in the first half, a couple of step overs and in tight space, and he had three, four plays. He kind of skipped past them and, and nearly, nearly got through. But Liverpool passed the ball around, and there's people that go, okay, do something. And then the player that does do something then gets slammed for giving the ball away. Well, you've mm. got to try something at some point. And that's part of his game, he's been able to uh, play, uh, unlock a pass. A through ball or something like that, which which you you've mentioned, someone's got to take that risk, and it's him. You can't criticise him because what else is he supposed to do? 
do what Jordan Henson does, play it safe, play it sideways. And at some point, you've you got to say, go for it. And I think he does that. I think he brings that uh, attacking style of play, which not, I don't think Henson and Genie have. Because I don't think that's that's the what they're supposed to do. I think the, the thing for me, right, it, with the navigator stuff is, you, kind of what you said before about Norris. It's like you're, you're you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you yeah. if you're him in that situation, because you want someone to play the ball through, and he's trying it, and it's not come off. Well, who else trying to play the ball through? Do you want Wayne Alden playing those overs? Probably not. It's probably not his game as much as it is navigators. Yeah. And then couple that with the fact that. Although he's been here a long time now, he's had that injury thing, we know about it. He's coming back from another one again. He's not played a lot of football. He plays on the right-hand side of the midfield to start the game. He plays on the left-hand side of the midfield to, to end the game. He's got Salah in front of him for one half. He's got Oxley-Chamberlain for a bit of a half, second half. And then he's got Sadio Mane. So everything around him is changing yeah. as well. So it makes his job even harder. So I'm just like, you know what? As long as Liverpool, and, and I think a lot of Liverpool fans are like this, to be fair, and, and Twitter's not the right barometer of it, Ross, but a lot of Liverpool fans are just like, we fucking won the game, man. Yeah. That's fine. We've won again. He's, he's involved in that. And he'll get a Premier League winner's medal, and he'll deserve one because he's been a big part of big games for us over the course of the season. We will see you next time on the Red Men TV. Ta-ra.